If you're lucky, you listen to them talk. They're on their way up and they can't stop. For all things great, I ain't in hard talk. It's Kev Lewin's decent to sandbox. Since the sandbox fans, we are back. Is we that Kev on the intro? It is. Kevy's back. Is that back, man? Intro? Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. <laughs> We're here again. Another week. Lewless. Lou got, Sadly. Lou got held up uh, at work, so, you know, can't be mad at him for that. But like Sonny once said, the working man's a sucker. Anyway, we're going to start <laughs> off with our week four fantasy rankings. As always, we're going to start off with the quarter packs. I'll dive in with mine first, 10 through 6. Boo. Here we go. At 10, I got Russ against San Fran. Oh, damn. Low, but tough matchup. Big division game. You know, 49ers D's looked pretty decent. So. I actually have Russ at the same spot. Okay, I love that. Russ A little at spoiler alert. Uh, at 9... Good Stafford against Arizona. I got I know, that too. <laughs> I know again. I know it's low, but again, huge division game. Cardinals have been looking good. Matthew Stafford's been looking good, but he hasn't really played any great defenses yet. Not that Arizona's a great defense, but they're a above average defense this yep. year so far. Interesting matchup. At eight, at eight, I got Lamar against Dallas. Okay. Oh, sorry, Lamar against Denver. Okay. Sorry. Um, and again, I think this will be one of those games that's going to be low scoring. I mean, we're talking about two. Great defenses with two not-so-great offenses. I mean, obviously, Lamar will get his, but I don't think it'll be a huge game for him. Broncos are, you know, probably one of the top Ds in the league right now through the yep. first three weeks, yep. so yep. tough matchup there. At seven, I got Herbert against Vegas. Again, there's just matchups in in the top, you know, five or six that I like better, wow. but I still think Herbert's going to get his. Yeah, and Vegas is kind of, you know, Vegas has been has been playing good, so can't can't say anything. And at six, I got Dak against Carolina. Again, you know, I think that's, low too. that's right around. You know, I, I feel like Dak's anywhere between like that four to six. But again, I just there's there's matchups in the top five that I like better this week. All right, all right, fair enough. Well, you all get you guys all already heard. Me and Kev got the same ten and nine. Russ at ten and Stafford at nine. I'd like to see Seattle step it up and let's see like if they're gonna be the dominant team and if Russ is gonna be you know that dude this Sunday versus San Francisco. Gonna be a real tough matchup. And I I love the fact that both of these games are tough division games in the in the NFC West. But like I said, nine Stafford Arizona. I don't think Arizona's defense is necessarily stout, and the Rams' offense looks like it's clicking as one of the best offenses in the league right now. Eight, I have Rodgers, Kev. So I, I don't know where you have Rodgers. Probably a little bit higher on your list. Nope, they um, make the list this week. Wow, no Aaron Rodgers. Nope. nope. Why are you scared of the pit D? You don't like the matchup. I am. I'm scared of the pit D. They I'll suck, be honest though. with you. The offense sucks. The D <laughs> not so much. The D not so much. And and Green Bay's so up and down right now, it's like I don't know what to expect. So wanted right. to just kind of shy away from that game. Alright, fair enough. But I have Rogers there at eight. Seven, I have Lamar at Denver. So a spot a spot just ahead of you. And you know, the games I think Lamar is gonna struggle. He's done excellent in this season, the games I thought he was going to do excellent in, he kind of struggled a little bit. But, you know, he has such a high floor as far as, you know, the quarterback position. Like, he's realistically not ever going to get lower than, like, 17 points in a game mm-hmm. just because of, like, the rushing ability that comes with it. Denver, I think, is a tough matchup, especially traveling to there. But I, I like the direction that Lamar is leading the Ravens in. Six, I have Kyla Murray. So I think that this is a tough matchup. Obviously, you know, playing against two of the best defenders in football. But this is also one of the best offenses in the entire NFL right now in the Cardinals. So I feel like, you know, six is a little bit realistic. 
And, you know, whoever plays better on Sunday, whether that's Kyle Murray or the Rams defense, uh, will be able to to notably see that. Yep. So no Aaron Rodgers on the list, no Kyle Murray on the wow. list. So you know my top five is about to get funky. So here we go. That's five. Shot in the dark here, but I'm taking it. Got Joe Burrow at five this week wow. against Jacksonville. Think I think he's going to air it out. Don't hate it. And Jacksonville's probably right now the worst team I've seen with my two eyes in the last, like, five <laughs> or six seasons. So expect him to have a big game. At four, again, this is strictly based off based based off of matchup. Got Tannehill at four this week against wow. the Jets. No okay. AJ Brown. I think Julio's gonna absolutely go off. He's gonna show people that he's still here. He's gonna show people why he's Julio Jones. At three, I got Brady against the Pats. At two, I got Mahomes against Philly. And then obviously at number one, I'm gonna have the best quarterback in football, <laughs> Josh Allen, against the Houston Texans. Like, come on now. Nah, fair enough. I actually have Josh Allen at five, though. Boo! <laughs> and I don't know. I I, I like I, I I don't hate you know your your top three. I just I just think it, it has to go this way. Um, and I'm actually surprised in you, Kev. You're, you're a big Brady guy, but um, you had him a little lower than I expected. Little low, little low. I think I think this is gonna. Uh, yeah, maybe wishful <laughs> thinking, but I'm hoping it's gonna be such a blowout that they're gonna take it easy on the Pats and then start running the ball. But we'll see. And and also, are the Jags a worse team than the Jets right now? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. Just because I think Jacksonville's defense is a little better, and they have a little bit better weapons in the backfield and in the in the wide receiver True. room. The quarterbacks are playing pretty much similar, so that doesn't matter. True. Five, Josh Allen. Four, I have Dak. And Carolina's defense has been playing good, but I also feel like the Cowboys' offense might just score, you know, regardless of who they're playing. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, you know, they did it against Tampa. They scored a lot of points versus Tampa. And obviously, you know, the Eagles game that we just saw, that, that defense doesn't, you know, stand for for the same respect that they once saw. Um, but, you know, I, I think the Cowboys will light it up and, I think it's up to the Carolina offense to show us if they can keep up with the Cowboys. And I don't think that, you know, the Cowboys defense is necessarily going to shut them out. But I do think whatever team wins this game is going to have to put up 30 points. So we'll see what happens, especially without Christian uh, CMC, Christian yeah. McCaffrey. Three, I have Justin Herbert, Kev. I thought that that was a really low spot that you had, Herbert. And you like Herbert. I do. So, Big Herbert guy. Um, yeah, the, Vegas is playing good, but not enough to scare me out of Justin Herbert. Top three, he's slinging it everywhere. And if, if Keenan Allen's double-covered, Mike Williams has been a great beneficiary. Two, I have Mahomes, which leads me down to, to Brady at one, which is why, you know, I, I'm definitely surprised, you know, as opposed you are to Patrick Mahomes, still having Mahomes above Brady this week. That was really shocking yeah. coming from you. I mean, my whole thing, too, is, like, it is still the Pats D. You know what I mean? Like, I understand they're probably they're probably going to blow us out, but, like, I just like the matchup and the Mahomes matchups better. You know what I mean? I yeah. mean, the, the Allen matchup and the Mahomes matchup better. Yeah, I mean, especially, you know, the Eagles. But we'll, we'll, we'll see, you know. And the- I'll be damned if big – if. If Bill Belichick lets Brady come in and throw for 400 yards, I'll be damned. Dude, of course he is. But I'm going to pick things up here um, with the running backs. So at 15 here with the running backs, I'm actually going to start with one of the two Cleveland running backs, and that's Kareem Hunt. Um, I think, you know, they're both going to have a good game versus Minnesota. It's just going to depend on what team can actually score more. And I think, you know, I'm kind of going to side with the Browns in that one, trust their defense. At 14, I have Javante Williams. So... 
The other running back for the Denver Broncos, I thought he had a strong game here uh, last week versus the Jets, and I know the Broncos haven't played anyone too crazy to this point. Um, but I think, you know, he's starting to get more accustomed, starting to be uh, more of an NFL running back getting out of that college, getting out of his college ways. And uh, I, I think he's eventually going to take over that backfield. 13, I have CEH, and CEH, you know, hasn't really had, you know, those great performances that we were expecting for a first-round running back. But I think, you know, against Philly, that's a defense that you don't really have to worry about as far as the matchup goes. Um, so I think CH is going to have a good game. The Chiefs got to get right this week. 12, I have Chris Carson. So uh, I think this could be somewhat of a tough matchup depending on how that goes. It's obviously a division game. But I like the chances of Chris Carson getting in the end zone with about 60 or 70 yards. And that's without, you know, any receiving yards. 11, I have Jonathan Taylor. So... Jonathan Taylor, some can say, has been a little bit of a disappointment to this point in the season. I think, you know, the Colts offense being banged up um, clearly doesn't help that. But I, I think it's time for them to get right, especially versus a Miami team. They're going to have to be uh, committed to, to running the football. 10, I have David Montgomery versus Detroit. Uh, last week, the Bears had a really bad week on offense, and I don't think that they can repeat that performance, especially to that bad of an extent. So, I just think, you know, David Montgomery is going to have a good week. I think the Bears can put up points against a team like Detroit. So at 15, I got Chris Carson against San Fran. At 14, I got Aaron Jones against Pitt. Pitt DC, as me said it earlier in the episode. At 13, I got Najee Harris, so going up against Aaron Jones. 12, I got David Montgomery against Detroit. Love the matchup. And then at 11, I got Spinner against Cincinnati. think he'll be the only bright light in that Jacksonville game. It's funny. We actually have another episode coming up with a fantasy update. And Spinner's one of the guys that I wanted to talk about because he hasn't really performed to, to the level or extent that people were, I think, expecting him. Here at 9, I have Dalvin. And I do think Dalvin plays this week. And, you know, hopefully stays healthy and can stay on the field. That's always, you know, a, a big concern. It, it's a concern with Christian McCaffrey. Um, so we're obviously hoping um, Dalvin can stay healthy. Eight, I have Saquon. And Saquon actually looked pretty good last week. And I, I start to feel a little bit more confident, you know, every week um, with Saquon. Even though the Giants don't make me feel confident, Saquon's looking better and better. And um, I definitely think, you know, hopefully they can get that offensive line figured out at some point this season. And, you know, he can get right later on in the year. Seven, I have Najee Harris. So this could be um, a, a little bit of a high spot to, to some people. But as you've seen on our um, social media story, Instagram, people think Najee Harris is a running back one. And, you know, if you play in a full PPR league where Najee Harris had 19 touches, you want all of that. Um, so, so I like Najee Harris here at seven. Six, I have Eckler, and it's just, you know, another target machine. And versus, you know, this Las Vegas matchup, I think everyone's going to have to have a game, especially with the way that the Raiders have been playing. So um, I, I like to see Eckler, you know, ha have, you know, a, a big coming out game because I feel like we still haven't seen the Eckler that we were seeing, you know, two years ago. Yeah, so I actually have Eckler at 10. Again, think it'll be a gritty game. Huge AFC West game. Huge AFC for the top of the division. Uh, at 9... Got his counterpart, or I should say his opponent, Josh Jacobs. Granted, he plays. I know he's questionable right now, but it's only an ankle injury, so I'm hoping he'll play. Uh, at 8, I got Zeke. At 7, I got Mixon against Jacksonville. Pretty sure he's the, the fantasy rush leader so far, right? Yeah, something like that. He's he's up there. And at 6, I got Jonathan Taylor. Thought you had him low. think he has a classic JT game where he goes off for like three, four touchdowns. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely could have, but, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. Here at five, Antonio Gibson. I know, you know, he hasn't performed the way people might have wanted him to, but Gibson, you know, at Atlanta, I, I like that matchup, and I think that this is a game the football team is going to win. Um, I, I do like that more, more than at Atlanta. Four, I have Chubb. I think, you know, this is going to be a huge Chubb and Kareem Hunt game. This is why I had them both in my fantasy rankings. Three, I have Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones always benefiting, you know, big early in the season. And, you know, I just look for that to continue. He's been a big reason why that Green Bay offense has had success. And I expect them to to ride that hand. But I would like to see A.J. Dillon have a little bit more successful opportunities to be set up for. Um, Like last year, I feel like, you know, Jamal Williams was a great, you know, compliment. I still think that we we should see that from A.J. Dillon a little bit better. Two, I have Derrick Henry, a great matchup versus the Jets, and I think Kamara just has a little bit of a better matchup versus the Giants. So either way, you know, those two guys are going to be be running all over the field on Sunday. Yeah, so like you, I got Gibson at five against Atlanta. Love that matchup. Expect a big game out of him. I got Kamara at four, just for matchup purposes. A Chubb three against Minnesota. I think that's a match made in heaven for Nick Chubb. Uh, and then at two, granted he plays, again, assuming he will, I have Dalvin at two against Cleveland, just because Dalvin is Dalvin, and Dalvin does what Dalvin does. And at one, obviously I have Derrick Henry against the Jets. That's a no-brainer. All right, let's move things on to our receivers. And here at 15, somebody's going to be the beneficiary of all the touchdowns Tom Brady is going to throw on Sunday night in his return back to Gillette. And I think that there'll be a big focus for that not to be Mike Evans. So I think Chris Godwin could have a game. If A.B. plays, I'm sure Brady and A.B. Um, would love to score some touchdowns as well as Gronk. 14, I have D.K. at San Fran. And, you know, it's really hard to tell which Seattle wide receiver is going to be, you know, the guy that has the big game this week. And that's why at 13, I have Tyler Lockett, you know. Um, they both have the chance to go off on Sundays. All depends on how the game's going and how Seattle is running the ball. 12, I have Amari Cooper versus Carolina. I think it's already shown that CD is the number one in Dallas. That's just my opinion. But I, I think, you know, he's he's the better receiver for sure. Uh, Cooper's banged up too. So, you know, especially with that matchup versus Carolina, um, I think both of those guys could have the chance to have a great game, but I like CD a lot more this week. At 11, I have DJ Moore in the same game. Two weeks ago, Matt asked me, DJ Moore or uh, Devonta Smith? And uh, Matt would have won if he played DJ Moore. I had told him Devonta Smith. So had to own up to that. DJ Moore has been balling since, and Matt's been starting him since. <laughs> 10, I have Keenan Allen versus Vegas. Um, I think that this is... A great matchup for Keenan Allen. I think both of these teams are going to score a lot of points. I do think whatever team plays the better defense probably will win the game. Or special teams. You never know. Um, especially with the way the NFL has been as of recently. Nine, I have Adam Thielen. Thielen's been catching all the touchdowns in Minnesota. That offense has been scoring a lot of points. The Vikings are solid. But starting the way they did and getting those losses clearly doesn't help out. So now they have to play catch-up, um, which isn't always fun. Eight is where I have C.D. Lamb. Like I said with uh, when I was talking about Amari Cooper, um, I think this Carolina game is going to be really interesting. I'm looking forward to watching this and seeing what happens. Obviously rooting for Carolina as a Giants fan. But I think you know both of these offenses are going to score a lot of points. All right, so at 15 is where I have Amari Cooper. 
Uh, CD higher on the list. At 14, I got Godwin against New England. It's gonna be it's gonna be a day for those Tampa Bay receivers. Three, sorry, three. 13, I got Thielen against Cleveland. Steve, you're right. I mean, no matter how much they throw to Jefferson, it just seems like Thielen always ends up with the touchdowns. 12, I got McLaurin against Atlanta. He's kind of been up and down this year, so I'm still kind of iffy about him. But I love the matchup, so I, I think he should have, you know, a top 12 week. 11, I got Calvin Ridley against Washington. Just a tough matchup. 10, I got Devontae against Pittsburgh. I think he's going to see a lot of double coverage and shadows over the top, so I think they're going to make other guys have to beat them. At 9, I got Lockett against San Fran. And at 8, I got CeeDee Lamb against Carolina. Not bad, Kev. Not bad. Not too many names in there where I would have I would have yelled at you for. So seven, I have JJ Justin Jefferson. He's still getting all the yards. Um, I would like to see you know us Justin Jefferson owners uh, get a couple more touchdowns, but I'm sure the gritty is in our future soon. Six, Calvin Ridley. In, in I know that this is another aggravating person along with Terry McLaurin in the fantasy wide receiver world right now, but you have to ride him out. And he's we all know that he's good enough to be, you know, the wide receiver one in fantasy football, but he's just knocking the volume, especially when he doesn't have a Julio lined up across from him. Five, I have McLaurin in the same game. So Kev, I feel you when you're saying, you know, the inconsistency. Um but I do think that Atlanta has a horrible defense and nobody on that team can cover him. Four, Tyreek Hill, this is another Big name, fantasy wide receiver people are struggling with, asking where the points are. I think they're coming. I'm more on the side of be patient with with these big name guys. The Chiefs are 1-2 and right now. By week 10, do you think they're still going to have a losing record? No. No. You know what I mean? It's just early season jitters. Let's let's just call it that. Three, the, the best player in fantasy football to this point this season, Cooper Cup. No debate there. Versus Arizona, have him three. I think that Stafford matchup, pairing, whatever you want to call it, is is a match made in heaven. But I think it's really strange that Robert Woods isn't getting you know a, a little bit more love. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would like to see that happen. And as, as good as it's working out right now, I think this is a heavy workload for a, a slot receiver like Cooper Cup with his injury history. Two. Can you digs it, Kev? Oh, I can dig it. Can you digs it at two? I'm digging it this week, <laughs> trust me. Yes. Stefan digs here at two. Um, I definitely think that you can digs it and digs it for a lot of points this week versus Houston. One, Devontae Adams versus Pittsburgh. I mean, Devontae really is different as we can tell, um, as he said after that game, after that hit that he took. And, you know, it's just uh, it, if he's on the field, he's he's that dude. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. At seven, I got Keenan Allen against Vegas. Six, I got Mike Evans. Like I said, huge day for those Tampa Bay receivers and tight ends. A little spoiler alert. At five, I got D-Hop against the Rams. Just a tough matchup. I mean, what else can I say? Probably going to have Jalen Ramsey on him all game, so see how it goes. At four, this will be a name that probably won't crack the top four again, but love the matchup. And he's been going off this year. Good Jamal Chase at four this week against Jacksonville. Three, I got Tyreek against Philly. Two, I got Julio against the Jets. Wow. And then at one, can you digs it, baby? Got the best quarterback in football throwing <laughs> to him, baby. Kev's getting a lot Stephon of Stephon digs it one, man. Kev, how, t- tell everyone how you feel about that statement. First of all, Lenny, <laughs> smoke another one. That's what I want to say to you. Kenny, Pats a one and two. 
Chiefs are one and two. Bills are two and one. <laughs> Trying to think of all the other haters that were that were commenting on my Facebook post. I know Joe Ruggiero is probably gonna say something. So <laughs> two and one. What am I gonna say? Top in the AFC East, like I said. And it is what it all is. All right, man. enough of your spewing. Tight ends. Five, Hawkinson. Great matchup versus Chicago. I think Hawkinson is really the only consistent receiving weapon that um, Goff probably feels comfortable throwing to at this point. For Gronk, the reunion in New England, as long as he's healthy, I expect, with the minimum, one touchdown. The minimum. The minimum. Three, Kittle. Um, I think he's just starting to get, you know, going. And I, I would like to see the 49ers passing game take a step in the right direction. But if it doesn't soon, I really think we might see the Lance experiment sooner than we think. Because there's no excuses if you have Ayuk, yeah. Debo, and, and Kittle. Two, I have Waller. I need another big Waller game soon. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you know, team's putting the focal point on him. That's that's great and all, but uh, Derek Carr, you got to get that connection going that we had week one. That 19 targets, you can't just tease me like that, dog. Yeah, legit. <laughs> and one, I mean... TK, yeah. as you would say, Kev. TK. Yeah. TK. TK, Travis Kelsey. So with five, I got Pitts against Washington. Mm. Four, I got Gronk, obviously. Three, Kittle. Two, Waller. One, K- K- TK. I almost said KT. <laughs> TK, Travis Kelsey. All right. Kev, assuming you didn't do no kickers. No kickers. No Lou to, to do the kickers with, so just the best, the the best list for me. Kickers, I'll go down the list quickly. Daniel Carlson, Matt Gay, Bass. Big week for Woo! Bass. Buffalo kick a lot of extra points. points that's me. why a lot, of, a lot of extra points. Setting the record for the kicking record, the distance. Love that for Justin Tucker. Got a nice text from Anthony Scarpa after that kick. Send it, Uncle Tony. Harrison Bucker at one. All right, defenses. Surprise defense here at five. Really, really, really surprised, Kev. I know for a fact you do not have them in your list. Detroit. No, so I have Detro- Detroit at Chicago. I think that they could. Um, they 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 were close to a win versus the Ravens. I think that they can get a win versus Chicago. Mm-hmm. Four, I have Indy versus Miami, and three, I have Miami versus Indy. So I think it's going to be a big defensive game, mm-hmm. and whichever defense gets the points for the offense, I think will probably win the game. Two, I have the Washington football team at Atlanta. You know. I don't know how the Giants' defense didn't pick on the Atlanta offense, but I definitely expect the football team's defense to. One, okay, I hope this is your number one. Tampa Bay. Nope. Tampa Bay? Nope, not even top three. Oh, man. Well, it is top five then. It is top five, yeah. So (laughs) at four, got the Colts against Miami. Just think if they're going to win games, it's going to be, you know, with with the defense, with all their injuries and bang-ups on offense. Four, obviously, is where I got the Bucks. Three, got the Titans against the Jets. Again, anyone who plays the Jets is going to be a top three defense this year. Two, I got the Bills against Houston. Love that. I'm pretty sure they said a stat the other day in the Bills game. Like, they got, like, 20 straight games with a takeaway or something. So, love that. And then one, I got the Bears against Detroit. So, you had Detroit against the Bears. I got Bears against Detroit. Let's see how it goes. <laughs> Rolling the dice. But, guys, those are our week four fantasy rankings. Make sure to tune in to the rest of the episodes we got coming to you this week. We have our week three impressions, and we also have our week three fantasy update talking about the players who have underperformed this year, the players you trust going down the stretch, who are you targeting on the trade market, and what are the injuries that concern you. 
We want to update all you guys with all of that information to make the best decisions to manage your fantasy teams. Guys, make sure to give us that five-star review. Go and show some love on social media. And we will see you guys real soon. Peace out, yo.